Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello there, this is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast. We are at episode number 170. It is Tuesday and day number seven of the Summer Gym program that I am uh, participating in, helping to coordinate, and we are shifting. Today was the last day for our first session, which we call A, and we have the day off tomorrow, which is so, so wonderful. I cannot tell you how happy I am that I get to sleep in, that I get to just rest and kick back and get other things done. And yet we prepare for Thursday, which begins day one of our second session, which will continue the two days this week, Thursday, Friday, and then all three days, all four days, excuse me, five days of next week. It was a good day um, and one in which, as always, I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to experience the presence of God. And come join me here this evening. Uh, Give me a few moments, if you will, of your time, and uh, I'll tell you about my experience. So my experience is really one of contrasts today. And contrast in what is going on in the world around us, what is going on in the news, what is dominating attention right now. And the area that I am paying the most attention to is the World Cup. And I've talked on this podcast numerous times about the meaning of that to me, about how exciting and important this competition is, which comes up every four years, and how... Um, soccer is just so important and so meaningful to me, the sport, my own personal history with it. uh, So much about soccer is important and valuable and commands my attention. And this particular World Cup 2018 is um, remarkable in the sense that teams who were not expected to do well are surprising. Uh, Teams like Iceland in coming up with a draw against the powerhouse of Australia, excuse me, Argentina. I'm tired tonight, if you cannot guess. Um, Teams like um, the uh, team of Mexico who beat Germany in in a a wonderfully epic and exciting match. Uh, Switzerland who tied Brazil. And even today we had two significant um, upsets, really. Japan beating, um, uh, beating, um, uh, that's slipping my mind, um, Costa Rica, I think. And um, also we had today um, Poland falling to Senegal in a very exciting and um, pretty engaging match that was played. So that's the one thing that is attracting my attention, this um, World Cup that is Missing the American team. We are not there, and much has been made about that. And I think it's maybe symbolic of something greater right now because of the other story. So the contrast, of course, is the World Cup, these teams uniting, coming together, fans from all over the world, especially quite a few from Central and South America who made the journey to Russia. And we see this global festival, this global sense of competition and unity and um, coming together in this sport that is so beloved and so uh, so much passion 
really everywhere in the world except the United States. Now, there certainly is a soccer community here. I'm a part of that, and um, it's definitely small but mighty. That being said, you know, we have the football community, the American football community, which to my mind, and again, I know that I come from a specific um, viewpoint, and quite frankly, you know, it kind of reminds me of the um, song in the, mu- the musical Oklahoma, you know, the rancher and the farmer can't be friends. And this idea that, you know, you only can have one kind of um, football in a country, they and, and they're obviously going to be at conflict with each other. And in this country, it's American football, gridiron, tackle football, NFL. Um, and then you have, of course, the soccer or world football community that is, is also in this country. But I think what is standing out to me in this contrast is here you have the world gathered in the United States not really a part of that. Our team is not a part of that. And significant amounts of this country are not a part of that. In fact, there are probably quite a few people in this country who look at soccer as a, a foreigner sport or a sport for those people or a sport that you know is boring and a sport that doesn't really have the thrill of, of some of the other sports that we love. This is contrasted against what is happening at the southern border, the Mexico border. And I haven't, quite frankly, been following it as closely as I might have other times. My attention is so dominated right now by the World Cup and also especially dominated by Summer Gym. But what I am hearing about it is truly, truly horrific and truly disgusting and truly cruel And what I'm hearing from the administration, of whom I am no fan, I don't mention it often on this podcast because I don't want this to be a political podcast, but I feel that there are times when we need to speak out against injustice and we need to speak out against especially cruelty and quite frankly, I think, in this case, evil. I believe it is evil to gleefully and willfully and intentionally separate parents from their children, regardless of why they are being detained or why they are coming to this country. Um, We are at, I feel, a a tremendously low point in the world community. I I feel that, and you hear this, is, is the rest of the world has been looking at this nation for, you know, a year and a half almost now, saying, how could you elect Trump And I think now the world is even saying, how can you have a government that does this type of cruelty? And again, the contrast is stunning. And I feel that when I get to the question of where is God's presence, how do I experience God's presence? Certainly, I've said before about how God is present, I think, in the beautiful game of soccer and the globalism of it and the festival of celebration of sport and competition and the world that we see in the World Cup that we're seeing right now. But I also think that God is present in the broken sorrow and agony of these families being separated. And it, you know, leads me to think that, you know, especially as our attorney general quoted scripture 
the same piece of scripture that has been quoted to justify other atrocities throughout history, slavery and the Holocaust and genocide, um, I, I, to say, well, we are doing God's will and, and the will of God is for the people to follow the laws of the, the country and the laws of, you know, the world, uh, the political world. And um, there's this sense, I think, that of triumphalism, that God is on our side, that this is righteous to bar people and try to deter people in this way. But I think God is not there. God is in the presence of these migrant camps, these detention centers. God is present in the good people who really are trying to care for them, the good people who are protesting, the bishops of the United States standing up formally and condemning this, for the bishop of my diocese who is um, holding a mass tomorrow, or excuse me, Thursday, to pray for an end to this situation, to pray for these families who are desperate. And I also think as we look at the Gospels, you know, Jesus had very harsh words for religious hypocrites, people who put burdens on others, people who um, said one thing and did another, people who were not compassionate and loving and forgiving and kind, people who were the opposite of those. Jesus had harsh words and words of condemnation, words of judgment, words of separation like the sheep and the goats in that famous parable. So I, I feel God's presence in the world, in this World Cup, but I weep and I'm, I'm so sad for our nation. And I know that we have good people, that we have people who strive for justice and for compassion. And I really hope that those people, myself and others, so many others will turn up in protest, in prayer, in resistance, and most significantly in the ballot box coming up in just a few months from now. So my questions to you are, as you look at the world right now, these two main stories, where do you see God's presence in it? How does my assessment and my perspective and my opinions on this resonate with yours or maybe even differ from yours? Where is God in this moment, in this day, in our world and in our life and in your life? Thank you so much for listening. Blessings and peace.